0: It's tax time, bitches. Can you guys even believe that we are at an age where we are expected to add filing taxes to our to-do list? It's unbelievable. But here we are. I used to be so afraid to file my personal taxes alone, but after the first time, I felt more confident than ever, okay? In this week's episode, I'm going to walk you guys through the process of filing your individual taxes, so grab a pen and some paper and let's get into it. You are listening to an episode of That Millennial, a podcast where we discuss everything that comes with adulting. Hi, I'm Genesis Michaela, a 20-something college grad living at home to save money, pay off debt, and to build my business. I'm also a dog mom, a creative, and a student for life. Here, You can listen to learn from and connect with dope millennials from around the world i get it adulting can be hard but together we can literally do anything hey guys what's up it's your girl genesis michaela and you're listening to another episode of that millennial what's going on you guys how's life how's your mom how's dad Charlie's birthday was on April 7th. You guys know that. I talked about it. But, guys, I planned for her to attend like this doggy day camp so that she could, you know, live her best life on her birthday. And they called me a week before and they were like, yeah, we're going to have to cancel Charlie's appointment because everyone has COVID. I'm like, what? So, I ended up rescheduling it for the following week and then, guys, I received another phone call and they were like, we're going to have to cancel day camp again because more people got COVID, so they just need more time to, like, cleanse everything. Guys, so then we rescheduled it for two more weeks after that and she still hasn't been able to go to day camp yet and I'm honestly like, should I even take her there? But then I'm like, well, who let the dogs out in 2020? So it should be fine, right? So let me know what you guys think about this. Should I take Charlie to day camp with the COVID or should I not? Even though she is immune because she's a dog. Let me know. Send a DM to That Millennial Podcast. I would really like to know you guys' thoughts on this. Now let's get right into the one thing I absolutely cannot live without this week. This week, I absolutely cannot live without my white trash bin that I got from Tarjay, also known as Target. I don't know if any of you guys have ever been through something like this, but my dog Charlie went through a phase where she would like tip the garbage can over in my room and in in my bathroom and then start tearing all of the items that were in the trash to shreds. I went a long time before finally deciding to invest in a garbage can with a lid and I love a good Target run and done so that's how I ended up purchasing this garbage bin. Um, I like it because it has a lid that closes immediately after opening. It has a foot pedal so that you don't have to touch the garbage can which is good because you know know keeping it sanitary and the size is perfect for small spaces you know you can put it in your bathroom or you can put it under your desk and guys it has a simple yet sleek design it has like a clearish lid and then the rest of it is all white everything so it will go with really any color that may be in your space and most importantly charlie no longer has access to the garbage so it's a win-win. If you have a curious, mischievous little doggy like mine, or you just need a modern looking trash bin to fit your overall vibes, check this trash bin out today. As always, y'all know I'ma put the link in the show notes. Now let's get right into our topic for today. disclaimer I am not a financial professional the only thing that I am doing in this episode is telling you what I do that's it period don't come at me all right with that being said let's jump right in Most of us have grown up with the understanding that tax time is a terrible time. And an image always pops into my head of a person sitting down surrounded by like hella receipts and documents and then like a calculator and then a look that says, I'm extremely overwhelmed, help. And I'm sure you've heard your parents refer to the IRS like this big bad wolf that's waiting for its next victim to appear. Guys, this negative association, though, that we have with the IRS and tax season is a setup for failure, misery, and a lot of unnecessary anxiety. So why are people so stressed out during tax season, though? I think that there are three big reasons behind why this is the case. Number 1 is that people have just a lack of knowledge when it comes to taxes. And I personally feel like this should be taught from like kindergarten to 12th grade and honestly beyond. So number 2, I feel like people don't have the organizational systems that they need. So basically like the proper systems in place to manage their finances regularly and effectively throughout the year. Number 3, Um, people haven't been compliant with the tax laws by choice, so they've been on some shady shit. And audits be like, and you're probably like, okay, now you lost me. What is an audit? So an IRS audit is a review or examination of an organization's or individual's accounts and financial information to ensure information is reported correctly according to tax laws and to verify the reported amount of tax is correct. And I got this definition from the IRS website, so I will Make sure I link all of this in the show notes. So don't worry. So now that we know what an audit is, this is why nobody wants to get audited. But if you know that you're compliant and that everything is organized and in its place, I kind of feel like, I come at me, bro, because I'm ready. Like I don't have anything to hide. I've been doing everything above board. Like, what's up? All right. So let me just bring it back a little bit. So we first need to understand who is the IRS? Like, who is that? Who said that? No, I'm just kidding that's a reference from Real Housewives, but you know, you know if you doubt. But um, so many of us grew a deep relationship with the IRS due to COVID-19 in 2020. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I was literally on IRS.gov clicking get my payment, get my payment, where's my status, check my status, and I was just looking for my stimulus check. (laughs) But even before 2020, everybody always talks about the IRS and the refund check that they give you. Or people talk about you know, running from the IRS. So <laughs> so there are many ways in which we have been introduced to the IRS. But I will give you guys a definition that is also from, um, no, no, it's not. This definition is from Wikipedia. Yes, very a very credible source these days. <laughs> um, and so they say, I'm going to read it. The IRS stands for the Internal Revenue Service. Okay, Wikipedia says, Internal Revenue Service, IRS, is a revenue service of the United States federal government responsible for collecting taxes and administering the Internal Revenue Code, the main body of federal statutory tax law. It is part of the Department of the Treasury, and led by the Commissioner of Internal Revenue, who is appointed to a five-year term by the President of the United States. So, I feel like I almost want to just speed it up, like, the IRS is like, you know, I don't know. (laughs) So, let me just break it down. Basically, the, the, the job of the IRS is to collect taxes and to enforce financial laws. Like, that's really, that's what I got from it, okay? Okay. And guys, despite popular belief, the people who work for the IRS, you know, who have jobs with the IRS, are actual factual human beings. Like, they're real people. I've waited hours on the phone to speak with IRS people, and there was this one dude, and I could tell he was just working from the crib. Like, I could tell because he was, like, just super chill and, like, super nice, but he would, like, put me on mute, but then it would be hella, like, house sounds in the background. (laughs) I mean, but you know, he was not some scary monster dude that was ready to just eat my entire life. So, I mean, they're real people. All right, so let's just get into my story. Like, how did I even come to the conclusion that filing taxes wasn't even that bad? So, I filed my taxes by myself for the first time last year in 2020 for 2019. And typically my dad would take care of it because he loves doing those kind of things. But this time I wanted to finally take that adulting plunge and so I did it myself. And he helped a little when I had a question or two, but ultimately it was all me, your girl. And let me tell you, it was way easier than most people make it out to be. So if you have your files together and you choose the right tax software for your particular needs, this is something that you don't need to freak out about, honestly. I file a simple individual tax return, a W-2, a 1099, a 1098-T. Easy, breezy, beautiful. So, that is the lens from which I am looking through and speaking from. With that being said, this episode may not prove to be as helpful if you are someone who has a more complex tax situation. Um, And that's why I actually am considering having a certified tax preparer on the show so that we can tackle all the things and business taxes as well, because that's a whole, that's a whole nother thing. Oh, before I forget, the deadline to file your 2020 tax return is May 17th, 2021, okay? It was extended as a result of the coronavirus, so yes, you have until May 17th, 2021 to listen to this episode and get your life right, okay? Also, I kind of want to throw this out there too because I feel like there might be some people who are confused. I remember I was a little bit confused too. So, this year is 2021, which means you need to file your 2020 taxes, which has to do with only the things that have occurred in 2020, okay? So, you might be like, wait, if it's 2021, why would I be worried about 2020? 2020 is over. And exactly, that's why you can now focus on giving the government or, you know, the IRS the full financial picture of everything that has happened in 2020, okay? You know, and some people might be like, duh, like, why are you even mentioning that? But I really don't agree that it's not something worth mentioning because this really, I don't feel like it's common knowledge for beginners in life. Like, I had to really sit down, like, years ago and really mark it into my mind you know, what centuries really mean. So the 17th century has to do with everything that happened in the 1600s and the 18th century has to do with everything that happened in the 1700s. So (laughs) that's a whole thing. So don't feel bad if you didn't understand because here at That Millennial, we want to meet people where they are and not just assume that everything just makes sense to everybody. You might have been sleeping in that history class or writing notes today. I don't know your life, but it'd be like that. So just to recap, because I went on a little tangent, when you're filing your 2020 taxes, you're doing it now in 2021 and you're just basically telling the IRS, yeah, this is everything that happened in 2020, but you're doing it in 2021 because now you have a full picture now that 2020 is over. You get it? You got it? Just listen back. It'll make sense. All right. So these are the steps you want to take so that you can file your taxes correctly without all the drama. So, number one, gather all of the necessary documents, uh, proper forms of identification, and baking information that you may need. So, let's go over some of the documents that you may need. Number one, a W-2. So, I don't know about y'all, but a W-2 used to sound so scary to me, but it's really just a form that summarizes how much you were paid by your employer for the year, and it shows the total amount of taxes that you elected to be withheld from your paycheck throughout the year, which is why you get a tax refund. Some people elect to not have any taxes withheld from their W-2 because they don't want a refund, and you might be like, what? They don't want a refund. Who doesn't want a refund? Um, and I actually learned this a few years ago. But you know, we always hear that you want a refund. But in in actuality, when you get a refund, it really means that you overpaid the government, and now you have to file a tax return and then wait for the government to pay you back, when you could have just had that cash on you, and then um, when you made the money throughout the year, you could have just been growing the money in like a high interest savings account. So that's like wealth talk. That's that's what the wealthy do. I mean, to my understanding, and it sounds smart to me. So when it comes to a W-2, employers will usually mail it out to you at the end of the year, but these days, a lot of employers are partnering with like these online uh, services that house all of your work-life documents like paychecks and timesheets and schedules and W-2s and all that jazz. So you might just be able to download it. That's what I did with um, one of my uh, W-2s that I got from my horrible job that I hate and I quit last year. <laughs> You may have also heard about a 1099 miscellaneous form that will be sent to you. So this is a form for like independent contract work, like DoorDash, Uber Eats, Instacart, etc. And as an independent contractor, you aren't an employee that receives a W-2. You are independent, and you are responsible for paying taxes if you make over, I believe it's $600 in a year. So you know, do your research on that. Um, another tax form that you may receive is a 10. 98T. And this one is for my college students out there in the streets. So if you pay tuition, then you should claim that on your taxes. And, um, that means that you might qualify for like one deductions and educational credits, which means more money for you. And they will send this one to you in the mail, or you can log into your student portal and download it from there. That's what I did this year for my, um, for 2020. Again, I know the names of these forms may sound a little intimidating, but they aren't once you really take the time to look at them. So, you know, let me just summarize it real quick. A W-2 is from your boss. A 1099 miscellaneous is from your side hustles like DoorDash, Uber Eats, all that stuff. And a 1098-T is for that college life, tuition, books, all the jazz, Okay. So when you're filing your taxes, you're most likely going to need some uh, proper identification, like I said. So that's like a driver's license. I don't know if you could use like a state ID or something, but I just use my driver's license and then I make sure I have my Social Security ready to my social security, my social security number ready to go. You're also going to need your banking information, so that way they can direct deposit your money, if you get any back, into your checking account, like, ASAP. No, Rocky. So, you're going to need your routing number and your account number for that, because, guys, don't get your, don't get your refund mailed to you. That could take forever. Like, just get it direct deposited, like, it's a vibe. If you can, obviously there's so many different, you know, situations and circumstances. So do what you can, whatever, whatever works best for you. Before I get into number two, um, I just want to say a great way to make tax filing easier for you you know, in the years to come, create a folder that only holds your tax-related information. So that's your W-2s, your 1099, your 1098-T, any receipts from Amazon, like a book that you bought, um, calculator that you might have purchased. And if you really want to step your game up, invest in an accounting software like QuickBooks. That's what I'm um, looking into doing now, Um, first for my business and then possibly for my individual super simple taxes but i don't know if i want to really do it for the individual because it's just so basic i might as well just do it myself for the free but it's really up to you and you just decide whether or not you want to just do things on your own keep track of everything on your own or invest in a software like quickbooks to help you out oh and with your file folder i always label mine um like I'll put 2020 taxes and that's the file folder for everything related to 2020 that I might need to let them know about on my um, when I'm filing my taxes. So just make sure you label it so that every single piece of information that you need for your taxes, you just put in that file folder and you're good to go. Number two, select the tax preparation company that you want to use. So because I make pennies, I use the IRS Free Tax e-file program and the IRS Free e-file program is one of the many benefits of being broke. So when you're broke, there's hella free assistance out there that you can take advantage of to make sure that you are compliant. So yes, we broke, but we're compliant, okay? Broke yet compliant. I'm trademarking that phrase, so don't you even think about stealing it. I'm watching you. (laughs) The IRS free e-file program has partnered with some of the big tax software companies that you've probably heard of. Um, This gives me confidence knowing that they aren't going to do anything shady because they are literally partnered with the IRS, and I doubt they want those problems. So I will link everything in the show notes. But here's a quick little walkthrough of how to find this program, but again, I'll be link it in the show notes, so don't worry, okay? Um, first, you want to go to irs.gov. Then you're going to click file your taxes for free. Then you're going to uh, see these two options. One's going to say income is $72,000 or less. And the second uh, option that's going to be on the right side is going to say income over $72,000. I choose the first one. <laughs> Uh, Click Browse All Offers. I select IRS Free File Program Delivered by TurboTax. And I just find this one to be the best. Um, They have an easy Q&A guided tax prep. And I tried some of the other options, but it, it just wasn't really a good fit for me like TurboTax is. They make me feel independent yet supported because I know that they're always there to help me make it to the promised land. (laughs) But a quick disclaimer, if you are going to use TurboTax like I do, make sure you go through the IRS website like I just walked you through as opposed to just going to TurboTax.com because you want to get the free filing program, not their paid one. Number three, file. File. So, you have everything you need. You selected your software, you had the courage to file on your own, which is like 70% of the battle, if not more, and you are ready. If you get overwhelmed, though, there are a multitude of free resources that you can use. Again, I really like TurboTax because they have free U.S.-based phone support if you get stuck, and all of the information that you input into their system is automatically saved if you ever need to stop and come back at a later time and you're able to take a picture of all of your tax forms and the software will import the data for you and then all of your information is ready for you to use the next year so you could just adjust everything accordingly without having to start from scratch. They also help you to send your refund wherever you want it to go. So, you know, direct deposit to your checking or your savings account. And I believe you can even split it up and do like some in the checking, some in the savings, or you can even like, you know, have it snail mailed to you. But I wouldn't recommend y'all already know, but that's just because I'm a millennial. I really like the way they phrase their questions and answers. They make it make sense in a non judgmental way. It's like they get us. I really hope that this information was helpful. I don't want us to feel alone when it comes to adulting financially. So let me know if you have any questions. Send a DM to that millennial podcast on Instagram. Um, so, yeah. We will be back with another episode next week. Please play this episode again and again and again. Take some notes, get everything down, get it right. Send it to your friend. I know they need help. Um, <laughs> and just please subscribe to the show and follow us on Instagram at That Podcast, where you will be the first to know when we drop new episodes. Have a great day, guys, and happy adulting. Hey, guys, it's me, Genesis, just here to thank you for listening. You guys don't even know how much it warms my heart to look at the number of downloads that the podcast gets. It's like amazing. We would love to know exactly how you feel about the podcast in the Apple review section. It literally takes 20 seconds and it'll help us to really tailor the episode content to your liking because here at That Millennial, you can have it your way. (laughs) Follow us on Insta at That Millennial Podcast. Happy adulting. Love you. Bye.